Good evening. Welcome to NUFC Matters. Uh, no Holly tonight. Get well soon. She's got uh, no voice, which makes it impossible to do a show. So Holly, get well soon. Look forward to seeing you, hopefully, at the Christmas party on Friday and back on the show next week. Um, Bronwyn, welcome to the show. Um, nice nice for you to come on. You were coming on anyway. Um, yeah, and I know, I know that it was a bit of a shock when I then messaged you and said, would you mind doing the whole show and coming yeah. on and having a chat? So welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm very, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is like the second time I've ever done this, but I'm, I'm ready. I love your channel, so it'll be mint. Well, thank you. And we found you on Loaded. Uh, well done to the lads. Uh, great show. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I do try and uh, catch as many of the Loaded shows as possible. And um, we saw you on there and I just thought, wow, great idea. Great brand. I went to your Twitter. I found it. And the brand is 1892 uh, United. And you can find it when the website launches. You've got to get on the website page now, 1892united.com. Uh, Register your email, and then you'll get the updates when the launch goes ahead. But um, I'm going to just show a few little pictures, first and foremost, which I grabbed from your, your social media. It's a clothing brand, Roman. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it. So um, the idea, obviously, is by the fans, for the fans, all about Newcastle United. I am... Um, it's more to just sort of celebrate who we are because the idea come from when the takeover happened and stuff like that. And it was like thinking back to like when my dad and my cousin and all the lads would go to the match, like they couldn't get in the pubs after the match with the Newcastle tops on. I mean, I remember the stadium when I was young, it was just a sea of black and white, like everyone had the tops on. But because the pubs were like, oh, it's going to cause trouble if you wear the tops and it was just harder, they just stopped wearing them. So I was like, what can I do? That would mix a bit of both and obviously it's always black and white it's 1892 incorporates the history it's something that people would love and then obviously i was like what more can i do and that's when i thought about the profits for december uh, the food bank and stuff fantastic idea great concept and again the reason that i asked you to come on because you know newcastle fans do like to help each other and especially when there's yeah. something at the end of it for charity but uh, it's a great idea and a great concept and i think most of our viewers will probably be able to say, yes, that's happened to me at some point, trying to get into a pub after a game, uh, one of your favourite pubs, forgetting you've got your Newcastle top on, and then suddenly you can't get in. 1892, of course, significant because of the year the club was founded. Um, what kind of clothes are, are you going to have it on? I mean, you know, obviously you're not giving too much away because the website will launch and you want everyone to go there, but that, that photograph there obviously gives you just a, a basic idea. But you've got one on as well. Yeah, you've got one on. I've got that one on that he's got on. Um, it'll be a black one to this that I had on unloaded, which is here, which is the same. But what I've gone for is like try and get really quality stuff and affordable yeah. prices. I'll just get the jumper because I'm still waiting for other samples, so I'm not 100% saying what I'm selling yet until I'm 100% sure on the quality. But the jumpers are like the sweatshirts, nice, they're, they're embroidered as well, so they're, they're really nice. I'll be getting a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for a couple more samples of different products, but at the minute, I mean, loads of people had suggestions and I've been having, having loads of messages about different ideas of products. So even your viewers, like, if you just want to message us with any ideas, I'll put them in the comments, like, please do. Like, I'm going to look out at bringing more and more. I, I just want to see how, what sells and how it sells and what people want to wear, really. 
it's a gamble at the end of the day, but that's what it's all about. You know, business, you know, like I've done, I've had things that have worked and things that haven't worked. I, I was telling you off air beforehand that this this platform, NUFC Matters, you know, was something we tried to launch uh, prior to COVID and prior to lockdown. And it was, you know, it wasn't really received. I think the market, um, as far as podcasts go, was was rather saturated. Um, they, they were they were for a younger audience. The older audience, I've got to say, hadn't really thought about podcasts. But then, you know, lockdown, um, you know, gave me an opportunity to try it again. And I, I, I owned an art and I went out and I did it. And, you know, I'm delighted to say that we formed a really good community on here. You know, the NUFC matters cult, as they're affectionately known. Um, but it's been a great ride and it continues and and it just shows you that if you put your you put your mind to something and you you are creative that you can't get somewhere but you do need you need the support and you've got to have a good brand and clothing's difficult i mean we're we're blessed we've got john at q tech who who does a lot of our stuff um he does our hoodies and t-shirts etc which are all specifically designed around the program but mm -hmm. if you've got ideas you know You've, you've just got to give it a go. And I think I think really you, what you're doing now is, should be quite inspirational to people. And I've seen one or two other people, not necessarily with clothes, I've seen different ideas springing up. And, and I guess that's what it's all about, isn't it, really? Getting out and just giving it a go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I always feel like if you just follow something that you're passionate about and you continue to do things that make you feel good and that help people, and if you make money along the way, why not? And I mean, I've this was completely going to be a hobby um but the support has been like ridiculous and it's just like actually this could be something and i think definitely looking further i feel like in the new year like what else can i do to help people what else can i bring that people want to win it's just definitely like if you're passionate about it you kind of go wrong Definitely not. You could end up with something like the uh, the factory on uh, Holly's favourite programme, Coronation Street, um, which she's always going on about Coronation Street on the show to me, you know, and I'm just going, yeah, yeah, Holly, Holly. It's great, Holly, when you're not on and you haven't got your voice. <laughs> I'm telling lies. Holly hates Coronation Street. I'm the big Coronation Street fan. But yeah, you could. You never know. You never know where it could lead to. But yeah. one thing you've got is Newcastle United supporters on channels such as Loaded and, uh, and UFC Matters who will, I'm sure, give you the support and, and hope that you, you do really well with it. And um, yeah. yeah, the fact is to say that the food bank's going to benefit as well. In, in you know, with with something from it is is, is even better. So fan, yeah. fantastic. So what's what's the launch date with the website, etc.? When do you expect to go live? So. The 1st of December will be when the website is open for everybody. Um, it's because, so in 1892, when Newcastle became Newcastle United, when East End and West End become one, it was in December. It was the 9th of December. So on the 9th, there'll be a product release that day that's only available for that day. So it'll be, if this continues every year, if I can really build something, the 9th of December, every single year, there'll be a limited product that you can only buy once in the whole year. But the website officially goes live on the 1st of December. But if you sign up now and put your email address in the website, um, the people who have signed up, which has been so many, and I'm so grateful, so thank you, there will be something special in there for you. So you'll not know yet until you sign up. So I like it. I like the way you're doing it. And I mean, I guess that's your background. You're a marketing director. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what, what does that entail? So, well, I do it for the minute. I am care home so like specialist care needs so i mean you've to be in that industry you've got a really like the the care has got above and beyond for other people it's just such a 
passionate role that you've got to have in helping them alone is I think that's what it comes back to is enjoying what you do and being passionate about it it, it doesn't feel like work but it is my background and I enjoy doing it and watching how people work and understanding how markets can fluctuate and stuff like that so yeah that's good. I mean, that gives you a great head start, I guess, in in launching in launching the business, you know. And 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 that's that kind of background is going to be fantastic for you, you know. That's the website, everybody. www.8092united.com. Get on there today. Make sure that you register. Uh, all you've got to do, it's dead easy, is add your email below, uh, submit the email. That's it. Dead easy, and then you'll get a chance to see what the first uh, product is that comes out. I will give that a little bit more of a, a push as we go on. Um, got to ask you, it's your first show. Um, yeah. First game for Newcastle oh, United. Yeah. Can you remember it? Well, I was about, I obviously rang my dad before this. I was like, am I 100% sure on this? Was it Man U? So it was Man U at home and we lost like 6-2. So it was like early oh. 2000s. And, like, he used to sit, his season ticket was, like, between the top end of the Gallagher and near Strawberry Corner, and he would sit sort of in the middle. But I was so small then, I, re I remember there was just, like, so many blokes, and I couldn't see, like, above everyone. And, obviously, there was, like, eight goals in that game, and my dad was saying every time they scored, I'd go, so who scored that one? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens though when you're a kid and you go to the match, isn't it? That you, yeah. you, you know, you don't understand and etc. I mean, what can you remember your feeling just walking in and and about all those people? I mean, I've never, I've never took my two daughters to mm -hmm. to a match. I've taken them on stadium tours. I've got to be honest. I think I've, I've killed any opportunity. I don't think they like football. I think they see the mood for the last fourteen years. My kids are like that. You know, one of them's a hitting the uh, mid-teens, the other ones just about getting into our teens now. And I think I've I've sickened them with my attitude coming in over the last 14 years because they just go, Dad clearly doesn't go to football to have a good time. Um, <laughs> so I think I've put them off. But can you remember what it was like just going in and seeing 52,000 people? It's it's sort of like a feeling you can't describe. Like, you can't comprehend that many people in one place. So when you go in, it's the noise. The noise is ridiculous. And it's just like, whoa. This is like insane. But like my sister is 21 now, but she didn't go to her first game until I think it, well, she was 15 and she just wasn't interested in football at all. Soon as she walked in St. James Park, she was like, wow. And she then she got a season ticket after that and it, she was just hooked. Like it just hooks you in. It does, yeah, 100%. That's what it does. I mean, I, I've, I've mentioned it many times on here. My first game was um, Keegan's last as a player, 1984. Oh. And... Um, 36,000 Geordies packed in. We've just been promoted. Beardsley, Waddle and Keegan are playing against Liverpool. We'll get a 2-2 draw. Keegan, uh, Terry McDermott scores. Uh, Keegan scores a penalty. It was never a penalty, but that's what happened in testimonial games. And then a helicopter lands in the middle of the pitch and Kevin Keegan gets taken away and you're going, God, does this happen every week? <laughs> and I was like, I was hooked. And I'd been to watch Darlington, Hartlepool, Gateshead. I've been all of those games with my granddad, who was a referee assessor. And um, I fell in love with Newcastle, and that was it, you know, 1984. And I've never, never looked back, and uh, never seen a trophy either. But apart from <laughs> the championship trophy on numerous occasions, but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it, it, it does grip you. Um, I'm going to ask you about the takeover. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's been, it's been long running. It's been a almost as long a saga as Coronation Street, to be honest. With the <laughs> twists and turns, but what's your views on on the takeover? Are you happy with the people who we've got? 
yeah like for me it's I think it's really important to have someone who understands what we need and like for me Amanda has built something in her personal life to be absolutely amazing like you can tell she's motivated she's determined she takes on projects that she knows she can succeed in and for her to be part of this was just huge I know there's obviously loads of opinions about the Saudis as well but I don't make comments on it because I don't know I'm not educated in it so I, I, I can't make a comment so I can only really comment on sort of the Ruben like Jamie Rubin part of it and Amanda Stavey like them two alone for me it's just such an it made it so exciting and just like they the get it they get it they know what we need they know what we want and it's just I think it, the thing for me is putting the trust in them and just like when um when everyone was waiting for sort of Steve Bruce to be sacked, it was such a time where we were like, well, we need to do it now. We need to do it now. Why is it not happening? And I was totally there, like so impatient about it. But it, they, came, they came out of it and they, they did the right things. They took the right steps and then getting Eddie Howe on board. And it's like, do you know what it is? I completely trust the, the, the um, decisions they're making. So I, I'm really happy with it. It's a question I've never asked Holly because it's never really like sprung to mind. But how important do you think it is, you know, having a woman in in control? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's not she's not the first. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had you know we've had Karen Brady at West Ham for many years, but yeah. Amanda, I think, you know, bearing in mind we've had years of Lee Charlie, is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like even for me. As a woman, giving my opinion on football, I've probably shied away from giving me opinion on it. Like, especially Twitter, it is a really supportive platform. And I've not had any negative hate or anything, like, not at all. Or anyone, like, giving a negative opinion when I've given mine or anything. But it's took me a lot of courage and confidence to actually tweet about Newcastle United, which might sound so alien to other people, but... I think as a girl commenting on it, it's like, whoa. But then Amanda Seavey comes in as one of the owners. It just, that's probably helped me gain a lot of confidence in promoting 1892. It's like, actually, like, people do support women. Like, it's cha- it's completely changed now. Like, if it's just, you're a Newcastle fan and that's it. You're not labelled as anything else. You, there's no um, perception of you because you're a woman. It's, it's built, I think it'll give a lot more people confidence that, women in general whether it's football or not to pursue that they can do it and not let other opinions sort of stop that yeah i think that's i think that's 100 percent true i just think amanda's a breath of fresh air i mean i've been lucky in the sense that i've got to know amanda over the last you know three and a half four years and me a dad and you know they're both genuine people i knew from that moment i met them at the stadium that these were the right people to take over our football club and i know that they're part of a, a consortium of people. But, you know, these people are genuine. If, you know, if they say they're going to do something, they, they'll do it. And I just love that some of the positivity that's coming out where, you know, they say if we make mistakes, we'll admit to our mistakes and we'll move on. I mean, that's just refreshing. Um, and and you mentioned Eddie Howe. Um, obviously, the, the managerial search was, was, you know, again, on Twitter... <laughs> Um, especially, but on other social media to a lesser degree, you could see fans getting annoyed, angered, irate, um, upset. Um, you know, people thinking Emery was the lead name when in fact they were actually working their way through a list um, and cross-referencing and seeing who was the best person. 
um, Eddie Howe, who really had thrown his hat in the ring, I think, right at the start, eventually was the man that they decided on. And I think listening to him in his press conference last week, I know we've got the right person for the job. And if the worst happens and we go down, you'll get we're back up. Um, because you'll have the financial backing, which Mike Ashley wouldn't have given him. Um, you know, I just genuinely think we've got the right person. What was your what was your views on on, on Eddie Howe? Did you have somebody else in mind or, or are you happy with Howe? Oh yeah, over the moon with Eddie Howe. I mean I had a bet on every time someone tweeted a rumor about a manager a possible manager, I think I put a bet on it. <laughs> so like I got Eddie Howe with seven to one. I mean, it sounds like a min bet and it is, but I only put two pound on it. <laughs> so I don't put a lot on it. But I was still buzzing. I was like, oh, this is min. But I am really happy with him. Like he knows the Premier League. He's so passionate. And you know, like I think my dad was telling us that um he was going around Spain with his son, I think, to speak to other managers or something like that. But it's just for me, the things I've heard about him is like when he's not working, he's trying to be a better manager and it's like all his skill set and his passion he's just brought us and he's like so up for the challenge and I think it's it's such a benefit that he's already worked with a couple of players as well so them know how he works and they can help the players along with it yeah I think it was just great to watch the training videos as well where you know I, I love the fact that, and this this is the beauty of social media when people were putting music to and running etc you know I just think it was great but I mean to hear that he actually did a beep test on his first day and probably lapped about five or six of the, the first team, I think tells us tells tells us all about what kind of coach we've got. He's not going to mess around. And it was just little things like seeing free kick walls on the training ground, you know, yeah. instead of just grass, where the historical footage of Steve Bruce at our training ground will is usually of him with his hands in his pockets, walking yeah. around talking to people. Um, whereas Eddie Howe, the first footage we've got is of him sprinting, like you know, some, like Usain Bolt around the training ground, saying, "This is how it's done." You know, I just it just bodes well. There's a feel good yeah. factor. There was a feel good factor after the takeover, but, but over, but with Eddie Howe, you're now just going, "Wow," you know. And I just think this Brentford game next Saturday is mm-hmm. going to have similarities to when Keegan first came, and it was oh, a game. Yeah. I think it was against Bristol, and it was at St James's Park. Keegan had just come. Skepticism about Keegan because he'd never managed at any level. He'd been on a golf course for seven years since he left that day in the helicopter when I was in my first game. And there was so much skepticism about Kevin Keegan being manager. And we won that game. And there's a bit of skepticism about ready about Eddie Howe because, because he got relegated with Bournemouth and then he's not had a job. But I just think it's I think it's a perfect fit. Yeah, it is. It is definitely. You know, like if we do get relegated, it's not, I mean, it's not ideal at all, but you know what it is, we're, we're going to support them whether, whether they get relegated or not. And I've, I trust them to um, to try the best to not be, basically. But if we yeah. do, it comes to that. But yeah, we're still, still rich, so it's fine. <laughs> well, of course we can. Okay, uh, we're going to go to the chat, which means mm-hmm. we'll put questions up on the screen and, uh, you know, we'll see what people have got to say. Raymond Evans has come up with a suggestion for 1892. Uh, gloves and a hat. Good idea. I've got a hat sample coming tomorrow. So fingers crossed that quality is spot on. Um, that'll be definitely on the website. Gloves. I'm going to have a look at some suppliers, see if I can get them on for the first. So thank you, Raymond. Thank you, Raymond. Christmas jumpers, says Keith Moore. Maybe he's next year. 
Well, the 9th of December, the one limited product that you can only buy could be a Christmas jumper. Ah, Keith, you see, now you've been fishing there and you've, you've, <laughs> you've pulled out a salmon instead of a tiddler. So uh, that that's interesting. You've, you've managed to find out what the secret is. Uh, evening, Billy. Uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, Rachel Lilly. Ah, this is a good one. I've seen this debate going on on Twitter. Now, Holly and I, sometimes on the show, it develops mm -hmm. into some kind of food like chat um, or drink chat. Now, on an away trip down to Manchester United, we pulled in at a service station, me, Holly, and her dad, um, mm -hmm. and we went to Greg's. Now, when I went to Greg's, um, obviously, I was looking for Diet Coke. They didn't have Diet Coke, but what they had was Diet Coke with lime in. So, <laughs> I, so I bought it, right? Diet Coke with lime. Now, I my tipple, I don't drink beer, I don't drink lager or anything like that. I came off that 10 years ago. I do like a vodka lime and soda. So I thought, I like lime, I like Coke, I'll give it a go. Now, I quite enjoyed it. Now, Holly's never let us forget this. She says it's awful. She's created this debate on the show. It's going on online today. Now, Rachel <laughs> Lilly has finished off her bottle of Coke and lime this afternoon, and she says it's really nice. So my question is, Bronwyn, have you ever had a bottle of Coke with lime in it? So I might sound pretty boring here, right? But I've never had a fizzy drink. <laughs> ever? Oh, not, no, like my mum and dad just didn't give us it when I was younger. And then I was just probably too scared to have a taste of it. And now it just doesn't appeal to us at all. So no, I've never had it. <laughs> wow. Well, that's quite good. It's good for your teeth. And you see, this is yeah. the other problem, of course. Like, I mean, I'm getting on. But when I've had... Um, when I go to dentists, now what they'll see is you get little indentations in your teeth. And that comes from drinking fizzy drinks or soda water, which is what I drink. So you can't win. You, mm -hmm. you stop drinking lager. So you, you're not piling on the weight and getting out of control. And then you, you start drinking soda water and you get little indentations, which, are, which is knacking your teeth. So never mind. Rachel, thank you for your support. Holly <laughs> is watching the show tonight, though. She says, I'm oh. ill for one week and you're causing mischief. Don't forget <laughs> I'm still seeing you this week. <laughs> uh, Jeff says, Rachel is in the curry cult. Yeah, Rachel okay. does like Coronation Street. Um, and there's nothing wrong with liking uh, Coronation Street. John from Qtex says, get well soon, Holly. Uh, everybody's saying that, to, to be perfectly all. Uh, Dave, get well as well, mate. I know you haven't been well at all this week, and Dave's one of our regular viewers. Um, hope you're better for uh, for Friday, mate. I hope you can get along to the Christmas party. It'll be good to see you there. I think we've done another couple of tickets today as well. I think we're up to 157 people coming to the Christmas due for the food bank, which is absolutely uh, fantastic. Paul has said he has shared your website on Twitter. Thank you. Which is good. Uh, Tom Lynch says, East End and West End met at the home of East End director Joseph Bell on Rothbury Terrace in Heaton. I didn't know that, Tom, so thank you. That's so there you go. That's a good a good little bit of info. Tom is always good with uh, with some facts, not the fiction. Uh, mm -hmm. Paula Maxwell's given some medicine advice to Holly. She says, hot rum and black is the best medicine, Holly. You've got to remember, Holly is uh, more of a brown ale girl, as we all know. <laughs> um, so maybe brown ale and black is the best medicine, Holly. Um, see, see whether that helps. Oh, Holly's back on. She says, it's your obsession with Matt Ritchie that's put them off. Uh, enough to put anyone off, especially when you give us running commentary about him. Okay, so Matt Ritchie, mm -hmm. what's your views on Matt Ritchie, Bronwyn? Because I think that I think now that Eddie Howe's here, I think he's going to become even more important yeah. to the team. I just think Matt Ritchie's been played in the wrong position. 
and he's getting on. His legs are going, uh, but he still talks. He's a great captain on the pitch. He's vocal, and that's what Holly doesn't like. The fact that I keep saying, there, look, he's talking to somebody else. He's talking to somebody else. He's talking to somebody else. <laughs> but ultimately... I think Matt Ritchie deserves a place in the team. And I think Eddie Howell, I think Eddie Howell think the same. What, what's your views on him? Yeah, I agree. I mean, he is a bit of a hothead, isn't he? <laughs> but mm. he's gives 110% every game. He's passionate. Knows that he wants to be there. Like, he's hungry for it. And I think if you've got that, definitely in the team. Like, I mean, the whole team needs a shake-up, like. But I do like Matt Ritchie. Yeah. Good stuff. There you go, Holly. Uh, Gary says, and this is turning, I feel like Dr. Kildare. For those of you who are old enough to remember Dr. Kildare, uh, or maybe it's a Tolby City, isn't it now? That's what it's all about. Is that Charlie Bloke still in there? Uh, Gary Milligan says, anyone else in the chat suffering from this bloody cold? Can I suggest Albus Oil and Vicks Vapor Rub? Dear me, Gary. It's getting a little bit... Uh, all a bit medical. This Johnson kids were taken to the match as a punishment in the last 14 years. <laughs> You're right, John. Gary says, Is there a doctor in the house? Um, there might be, you never know. I don't know. I've never asked anybody if there's a doctor. Um, we know that David's in archery. Uh, here's Charlie Bennett. He says, The 1996 away shirt is what Newcastle West End used to use as their home colours. Would be canny to do something around that, Bronwyn, as it ties in perfectly with your theme. That's meant, Charlie. Good idea. Good idea. I'll be writing I, all these down after. Well, that's good. That's good. He's full of good Thank ideas, you. Charlie. Thank you for that, mate. Julie, uh, one of our regulars, says, good to see Dunstan getting a mention on Gillette with the lecky going off. Yeah, anyone who didn't see that story, yeah. and, uh, you know, I used to be on the committee at Dunstan um, when, when the kids were a bit younger and I was only going to the home games. Um, but yeah, they were playing Marine, I think, in the FA Trophy. And apparently, they were 2-0 down. The floodlights went off and the game looked like it was going to get abandoned until one of the players from Dunstan went and fixed the floodlights for them, because uh, he's an electrician. <laughs> got them fixed. I think it got back to 2-2, and then Dunstan eventually got beat. But what a story that was. Made national uh, news, which uh, which was fantastic. Uh, Jeff just says, fascinating insight, Bronwyn. Thank you. Uh, you're going down uh, a treat, and people are really oh, interested boy. in the brand. So hopefully, if everybody is watching, make sure that you get on and uh, register with www.1892united.com please do that it takes two minutes to do I've just done it whilst we're live on air so hopefully uh, you'll get more and more tonight and uh, it will help uh, Terry says I've joined late has Holly cut her hair? No. Oh she's got a low hair Holly like this is the Geordie Parrot says, Eddie Howe is the real deal. Yes, 100%. Uh, Tom says, it's great to see Eddie Howe getting them to train at St. James's Park on Saturday. Yeah, I thought that was really, really good. And, and again, it's not it's not in it, it's it's not like a, a new thing, getting you to train on the pitch. But I, I was saying that ultimately, you know, there'll be some of the players, you know, probably, you know, are frightened playing in front of 52,000 people who are groaning and moaning all the time. Yeah. It affects any. It can affect anybody's confidence. But I think training at the ground is is massively helpful. Do you? Yeah, definitely. Like I think changing it up a bit as well, and the training the training ground isn't exactly first class, is it? So going to yeah. the city is a lot better. 
Yeah, Bron Money says, don't forget Spider VPN, says Kenny. That's my job not to forget Spider VPN. I, I do the ads. Uh, Rachel says, I'm so happy and positive over Eddie Howe's appointment, something I haven't felt in a very long time. Yeah, that's what we were seeing earlier on. I think it's just a, it's a massive positive, and I said, it just comes off the back of, of the takeover as well. Um, Keith says, uh, it's great to see the profile of women in football increasing. Hopefully, with some investment, we will eventually see Newcastle United's women's team in the WSL. Do you pay much? Do you take me much attention to the, the women's football? Not as much as I'd like to. I should really do it more. A couple of friends that I used to work with were in the team. Uh, Jess Foster and Rebecca Ollie, totally name dropping there. But I was so proud of them playing when they played for Newcastle. I think they played for Middles right now. But just them deserve as much as much recognition as the lads get. I think it's it's going in that direction. It could be a lot better, but it is it is good to see them get like Amanda talking about it saying loads of investment with them. It's just fantastic. Yeah, I think this is you know there's so many positive things that are gonna happen. Uh, and Staffy's just put a, a comment up there actually saying uh, it's still a bit weird all this positivity and ambition is refreshing. Uh, NUFC onwards and upwards but you are right Staffy it does take a little bit of getting used to when I I've got to admit I did wake up the other morning thinking has the takeover happened is Mike Ashley still gone and I'm sure there'll be a lot of Newcastle fans still do that yeah. Spider VPN thank you for your sponsorship uh, big shout out to the lads uh, Gareth and Nathan for sponsoring us for the last uh, God knows how many months uh, if you want internet security, they are the guys to trust. Google Spider VPN, they come up at the top of your search list. Also, thanks to the lads at skipsandbins.com, telephone 0800 25 email inquiries at skipsandbins.com, website www.skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay as you go. Waste collection, give Sir Bobby a ring and tell him I sent you. LMG Family Funeral Directors, 0191. Three eight nine seven two four five. Thanks for your sponsorship, and as always, John from QTech. QTechShop.co.uk. The makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Wallsend in Newcastle. Also, thanks to Jab Signature, the makers of all of our flyers, and he knocked up the one with Bromwell very quickly, and she was very happy with it. So thank you, John. His website is JabSignature.co.uk for all of your sportswear and boxing gear get yourself on the jab tonight if you're a first time visitor to the channel please subscribe hit the newcastle legends logo in the bottom right hand corner and you can subscribe for free we still do seven shows a week god knows how but we still do and uh keep your thumb up to like the video which is great for us click share to share your other social media and drop into the comments box to speak to like-minded uh, newcastle fans or to leave a comment for Bronwyn tonight because she's looking for ideas for 1892united.com. Uh, if you want to listen to us in the car, on your way to work, on your way to, to, to school to do the school run, or on the way to uh, your shopping destinations, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, or any other of the well-known podcast providers, we are on there. The show usually goes up within 24 hours, thanks to Media Arts to doing that. Christmas do is nearly upon us this Friday, November the 19th, 7 o'clock start. Supermac and uh, Gibbo will be giving a, a talk on the night. Junior Turner's coming along to sing his song. And uh, at the moment, I think there's about 13 of the regulars who do NUFC matters are going to be there. So it's going to be a cracking night. You'll get a chance to meet a lot of the people off the show. 
and uh, looking forward to seeing everybody there on the night. And Gibbo and Supermac, the talking will be great. There'll be raffles. There will be a Newcastle United memorabilia shop, and uh, there will be an auction as well. So bring your purse, bring your wallet, uh, and get ready to spend a few quid for the food bank. The following Friday at the same venue, the Tyneside Irish Centre, uh, we have an evening with Peter Beardsley. Tickets for that are £15. Tickets uh, for both events, newcastlelegends.com, and then click shop, and you can buy your tickets tonight. And I will be on a Bobix, which is the Punch Bowl in Jesmond, um, and tickets for the Food Bank event are at bobix.com, and that is me and Super Mac. And uh, last but by no means least, NUFC fans, foodbank.co.uk is the website where the virtual bucket is. You can make donations to that 365 days of the year. Same website as well to enter the raffle. Still got time to enter that for the signed Peter Beardsley trainers. Uh, donated by I Am The Renovation. They will be in your size and Peter Beardsley will sign them if you so wish. So get yourself into that raffle. Don't forget as well, Peter Beardsley is on Sunday the 30th of January at the Tyne Theatre on Westgate Road. It's a fantastic venue. I did the Evening with the Legends, which you can see on the front page of my YouTube channel uh, a few weeks back. Uh, we did Alan Shearer there a couple of years ago, which was a great event. Uh, I've done Paul Gascoigne there as well. So get yourself onto Groupon or Woucher if you want to buy tickets for that. You can pick up a bargain. You can also make it like a Christmas present for somebody. And I think that's a great Christmas present for Newcastle fans uh, to go along and hear Peter Beardsley uh, chatting football. Hopefully with Mick Lowe's. Uh, we wish uh, our very best to Mick, who is recuperating, as um, most of you will have seen now. We did put an official announcement out that he, unfortunately, before he came on the show uh, a couple of, uh, seven days ago, um, he was hit with a blood clot on the brain. Uh, very lucky to still be here, but he's OK uh, and he's recovering. But uh, we wish him well. Uh, and Nelly there, Bronwyn, Nelly there. I did tell you, I did tell you I talk a lot. Um, don't forget, you can now become an official cult member by uh, buying one of our memberships. Now, it's a one-off payment of £25. You get a scarf, you get one cup, and you get a pen, you get a nice little NUFC Matters bag, and you get your membership card. Um, and this has gone down a storm. So thank you for supporting us. The thing that really impressed people, I think, was the fact that you win a prize every month. And if you get your membership in over the next couple of weeks, um, you can go into the draw, the members' draw, uh, to win two tickets for the Manchester United game at St James's Park. So, well worth uh, paying your £25 just for that. Dunnell won the first members' draw on Friday. Um, that was for a Supermax signed T-shirt. Well, well done to him. But you've got to be in it to win it. You've got to be a member. So, uh, NUFCMatters.com for that. And that is the website, NUFCMatters.com. And there is our latest T-shirt from John Acutech. How are the lads with uh, Eddie Howe on the front? So get yourself onto there. And I know it's a few days away, but uh, Brentford at home, don't forget, get along to the Dog and Parrot. Free entry to see me and Super Mac. Uh, one o'clock, we will be there. Uh, get yourself along. And then there'll be a post-match talking at 6.30. Look forward to uh, seeing as many of you there as possible. That's the Dog and Parrot just opposite the Centre for Life. And if you missed our new show yesterday... It was a cracker. Uh, me, Al Waleed, Stu Penman, and uh, Neil Mitchell. Views from the Middle East. Uh, you can find that in the playlist now. We had a cracking uh, first show. Uh, good to see the lads. And there was also my show last night from Heroin to Hero uh, about Paul Bogey, who's a Newcastle fan from Edinburgh, who essentially uh, was addicted to heroin. 
Uh, he turned his life around and he became a Royal Scots God. Hell of a story. Hell of a turnaround. Big Newcastle fan as well. Get yourself onto the playlist and just uh, search for Paul Bogey. Well worth a look. Okay, let's get back to the comments. And uh, it's uh, Gary now. He says, um, here's one for the chatters. How many players will think Eddie Howe for making them better players? Okay, I've seen this one before, Gary, but I'll, I'll put this to Bromwood. Players that haven't played under Steve Bruce, let's think about it. Lewis, do you think, do you think uh, maybe become a better player under Eddie Howe? I'd like to think they all will in their own way, to be honest, but I think they need a bit of a a fright. Like so like when the takeover happened, out like we were convinced sort of like if this doesn't motivate them, now it will. And it's like it didn't. And then Eddie Howe's here and he's got them training so much. It's like he has to be making a difference to all of them, but it's gotta be that that attitude's gotta be there. Like they've gotta have the right attitude to like it goes back to the thing that says like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And a lot of them have both, but they're choosing not to work hard. And I think if Eddie can bring out the best in all of them, I, I don't think you can go wrong with that. No, uh, Gary says, I don't know if you have uh, gotten in touch with Amanda Stavely. Local making anything good with a connection. Newcastle has got to be backed. Hey, yeah. you, you never know. It's worth asking. You know, Brumman, definitely worth putting it forward once well, you've got your brand launched. Yeah, one of them's watching, Jamie, Amanda, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Give us a ring, call us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Gallon says, wow, Steve, your first home game, Liverpool 2-2, when Keegan left in the helicopter. I was in the Gallagher behind the goal and my brother Mark was in the Leeds. It's a fantastic night. It was definitely one for the memory bank. I can remember it like it was yesterday. Jordy Tune for life says, Stephen Bromwin, how do you like Eddie Howe? Oh, how do you think Eddie Howe will react to 52,000 people singing his name? Regardless of the result, he's not used to this amount of fans behind him. No offence to Bournemouth intended. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be great, isn't it, for him? Yeah, I don't think he... I, I know, obviously, he knows how like loud we can be, and he's been at the stadium multiple times with the full fans there, but this is for him and his team now. So I, I think he's going to get a shock, but in a good way. Paul Rocket's got an idea. He says... Uh, Shame you can't get the names of the first ever Newcastle United team from 1892 and have it on a T-shirt. I've got them. So I put something on. If you go to my Twitter and you go through the media, there's a photo of the first team. And it was part of the pack you got at the 125 years that Newcastle sent out to all the members. And the team's name, when I posted it, someone replied. I'm so sorry, I forgot your name. But someone replied saying that one of them was his granddad. And I just think that's absolutely amazing. So there's definitely something I want to do with that and sort of remember who them were. Fantastic, that. Well, that's great. So, Paul, you were thinking on the same wavelength as Bromwin, but she's got things sorted here. You can see she's got ideas. She's not a marketing director for, not, uh, for nothing, you know. Julie says, congratulations, Bromwin, at launching you. your new business rachel yeah. loves paul's idea and your idea and um yeah it's it's you know it's just good to see so much positivity uh, yeah. for it helen says uh loving the show hope bronwyn's venture is successful and fabulous that everyone is so positive which yeah. is good yeah, Helen. yeah neil says hi bronwyn v-neck t-shirts please well have a look at them because at the minute they're just the round ones um, I was kind of trying to work out what was most popular and this seemed to sell the most on when I was doing my research and stuff. But I think that V-neck will be a possibility. Might not be for the 1st of December, but it'll be something I'd love to bring out. Neil, so, also, 
Neil also says gloves, which is the second time that's been mentioned. I think it's because it's winter. Um, and he says 1892 on the knuckles of the left. Oh, I like that. I never thought about doing it on the knuckles. That's such a good idea. Love that. So you've got plenty, uh, yeah. got plenty, plenty of people suggesting things here. Tom mm -hmm. says Newcastle bags would sell well, Brum. Let us know if you mean like the string bags or do you know what I've still got in one of my wardrobes that years ago Newcastle used to do the big rucksacks like overnight bags and they'd last year for years. Like I've still we've got all like the memorabilia in that in ours, but they don't do them anymore. Like I'd love to bring out something like that, like an overnight one. I can't say it's gonna be yet, but it's something definitely in the future I'd love to do. Yeah, uh, it has been causing a little bit uh, bother in the chat. I can see I've just caught up with the chat because we're too busy talking. Uh, yeah, the Kate Stewart thing. Yeah, I'm going to address it now. Look, Kate Stewart's a lovely woman. Um, and I noticed on Twitter today, she once again has had a lot of stick because of her, um, you know, her commitment to the Saudi Arabian cause over the course of the takeover. Um, but once again, I will reiterate, Kate Stewart is a real person. And sadly, the Daily Mail today uh, chose to run an article uh, claiming that she was a man. Um, I can quite happily state that Kate Stewart is not a man. And at the protest, she came up and met us at Downing Street. So I'm afraid the Daily Mail's got it wrong. Um, pretty much like they got it wrong by comparing Amanda to somebody from The Wizard of Oz. Although that was an absolute disgrace. Yeah. And I think if that's the kind of newspaper that people want to take a little bit of uh, time reading and believing, I think that, you, you know, you need to have a look at yourselves because yeah. I think that was a disgrace, Bronwyn, really. Definitely it was. Like, I put a someone shared the link to put a complaint into sort of publications and I did not hesitate. Like, you can't be doing that. Like, it's not right at all. But I don't know how many complaints they've had about it, but everyone watching, please go and complain about that because it's absolutely disgusting. It's not right at all. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I just, I just think it's bizarre. I, I didn't really go too much on social media about the picture because I'm always very reluctant in case it's not what it, what it's supposed to be. In case it's been fabricated by somebody. So, you know, I, you know, it's obvious that now it, it was in the newspaper, but yeah. it's, 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 it's a disgrace, really, to be perfectly honest. Um, Eighteen ninety-two knickers. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what he put after that because it's quite it's quite naughty. But um, yeah, I'm not even going to put it on the screen. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, underwear is that something you've considered? No, I know. probably won't. And if I do, it'll be like boxers that'll help prostate cancer research, or it'll be underwear for women that'll help breast cancer bras. Like I'm not doing that at the minute, but it's going to be to help like charities mm. and stuff like that. If I did. Good idea. Holly says, uh, they did have Diet Coke. How are Holly? Don't be lying. Admit it. You've just got a horrendous taste of drinks and food. You see, the other thing that I've discussed on the show is that, have you been at Coleman's on the coast for fish oh, and yeah. chips? Yeah. Right, okay. The restaurant where you go in and you sit down. It's really nice, isn't it? Lovely, it's got great, yeah. great views. Okay, so when I go, and I go with the family, and it's not very often because the kids and uh, my wife always moan about going, but um, I'll have, usually, a, a mince pie, a savoury mince pie. Mm -hmm. I'll get a pot a pot of gravy. Yeah. I'll get a pot of curry sauce. I'll get a pot of mushy peas. Mm -hmm. I get me chips with salt and vinegar on. And I get uh, a cup of tea. And I get some bread. 
and some butter. Now, that's apparently disgusting. Now, the reason I do it, oh, and I get gravy. Now, the reason I do this is because I can't decide what I want. So I get it all, and then I can choose. And I don't pretend to eat it all, but I just think the, the vision of all of this on the plate see, just hasn't gone down well. Well, Holly, what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, there's an app called Foodie. It's like F-O-O-D-I-E. You'll need to get it. It's free. It, but it's literally specifically made as um, filters for your food. So it might not look good when you look at it, but you take a photo with, with that app, it, it being Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, like, I bet it looks so good on that app. But there I mean, we go, Holly. You'd be getting some stick off, Holly, about that. <laughs> I'm going to have a look at it now, foodie. Uh, yeah. Jordy Parrott uh, says, Diet Coke with lemon is better. Mm, never had that at all. Me. I've never, never had that at all. Um, how about boxers and budgie smugglers, Bromwell? No, we've said, Davey, that's not going to happen. There's not going to be any underwear, potentially a bra but at some point later on down the uh, the road. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ritchie would be a good scrum half, which is a rugby position, I believe. Um, Tom says, Bronwyn, would you like to have, uh, who would you like to have as a new captain if he was to replace Lascelles as captain? Wilson. Do you know what really annoyed me about Lascelles? Like, obviously, I think everyone's got the same opinion about him at the minute, but, you know, when we played Man U at home, and it was like his priority to get Ronaldo's shirt at the end. Like it wasn't actually having the best game for the fans, doing whatever you can. Like, no, I think it was a way, I can't remember. But and it was his priority to get the shirt. And I was like, I just thought it was so bang out of order. Like, I totally get it. Playing against Ronaldo, big deal, huge. But like that really knocked me. And I was just like, what an attitude. Like not putting us first and do you know what i mean it was just that sort of but yeah i'd, I'd probably have wilson i think okay good shout um i think there's a few people would would have wilson as well uh cricks getting back to the clubs says they're uh, sleeveless tops for the summer well they've got the t-shirts but do you mean like oh like without the oh yeah i'll have a look i'll have a look at that thank you there you go. Jordy Toon for life. Bronwyn, uh, polo shirts for golfers. Mm -hmm. Thousands of fans play golf and it's free advertising when we play elsewhere. That's such a good idea. I did look at polo shirts and I've had samples come, but the quality just wasn't where I wanted it to be. So for now, I can't put them on, but it is something I want because everyone's been asking for polo shirts. But I didn't think about for for the golf perspective. That's really good. Uh, Paula says tea towels, Bronwyn, and holiday towels too. There you go. That's a good idea. I'll have a look at that because it'd be good for like accessories and stocking fillers and stuff like that. Thank you, Paula. Brian, I used to like you. Grandad colours for you, Steve. <laughs> I'm not a grandad yet. <laughs> uh, Julie Baker says, nice backpack. Good for travelling too. Good idea. That's a bags. really good idea. Yeah, bags, bags. Bags. Mm -hmm. so You're going you're gonna to have to shell out some money if you're going to get all of this stock. <laughs> I know there's only going to be a few products on the website to begin with because I mean it costs us a fortune if I whacked everything on there. Yeah, uh, Holly Blitz has uh, well said, Steve. The Daily Mail have had a shocker this week. Yeah, and everybody's saying that. Rachel submitted a complaint. 
Uh, Jeff says, please boycott the mail forever. Rachel says, daily fail. Uh, Stephen says, is the daily uh, mail turning into a red top paper? What next? Flying fortress found on the moon. Yeah, it's uh, getting that way, isn't it? Sadly. Tom's back on with another suggestion. He says, 1892, men's and women's socks. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've had socks before, but that that is it. I'd like to put be able to put socks on for the launch. I am... Um... It's just timings with the suppliers. I've got to work that out right. If I can get the right quality and affordable price, then we'll definitely be honest. Mint stocking filler. So thank you, Tom. Yeah, Jeff was saying, is it going to be, I, I, I presume, like most of these people, I mean, I deal, obviously, I know John uh, deals with people uh, for Q-Tech. I, I know Jab. Jab relies on foreign imports. Are you going foreign? Or are, you, are you using UK? Um, at the minute, I've just been getting both in. So I've got... One I really like from I am um, down south, I am um, in obviously UK, and then another one from Europe. So I'm just trying to measure which one's the best and delivery timing and stuff like that. So bit of both. Okay, good stuff. Uh, lots of comments coming in about the Daily Mail now. Uh, Steve, the Daily Mail's not even worthy of being chip paper. Block and boycott. Great show and well done, Bromman. Thank you. Uh, Doug says it's not good enough to put chips in either. And uh, Staffy just says he wouldn't use it in the toilet. The Daily Mail, that is not 1892. <laughs> um, Ian says, Bronwyn, go retro. Have a sack, donkey jackets and hurricane jackets. I absolutely love retro. I do. It's just finding the supplier that will like, give us the exact what I want. Because at the minute, it's I'm limited to design. Like I'm designing them. And I mean... What Charlie mentioned before about the all the way shirts and stuff, like I love it. Yeah, I think it's just going to take me a bit of time to find someone who will create them just like that, but still be affordable and quality. So, Mint, thank you. I definitely want to do retro. It just might not be straight away. Uh, that cr that's criminal, Steve. Eating a pie with gravy at Coleman's. I like gravy. I don't pour it on a mince pie. I don't pour it all on. You know, it doesn't look like a. <laughs> I don't know, like one of Tony Hart's or, um, you know, Van Gogh's artwork specials. It's, you know, I dip in. I dip things in. That's the way I do it. I'm going to have to go and do it and take a photograph or video it or something. <laughs> I'll I'll do that. Like, I'll, I'll do some kind of live. Uh, John says, Steve's Chippy Choice Food Bank T-shirt. Yeah, okay, mate. I'll leave that to you. Um, a picture of me maybe eating it, though. I'll go, and, I'll go and do it, John. Me and you will go for lunch, John down uh, Coleman's together and you can photograph me for the t-shirt to do it and we'll sell it for the food bank. How's that? And we'll take Holly with us and our dad because I know our dad will probably enjoy it and Holly can sit and um, you know, take the mic. What's your opinion on cherry diet coke or vanilla diet coke? Well, Gemma, you're asking me because obviously <laughs> Bronwyn doesn't, doesn't do fizzy drinks. Yeah. Um, I don't like either of them. I'm not a fan of cherry diet coke. If I had to drink one, if it was the last drink on earth, I would probably drink the cherry. Couldn't do vanilla. It's like that. Not my, not 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 for me at all. Uh, Wotan says Richie has the best personality for captain. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's he's very very vocal. He's, he he mm -hmm. would make a a really good captain. Private Eye thinking ahead says Sterling captain for 2022. Well, I'd like to see that. Oh, me too. Gary Milligan says, what's the matter with being a granddad? Like, well, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with being a granddad. I'm just not a granddad. That's the problem. Um, Private Eye also says, first time in 16 years. 
that I'm looking forward to a January transfer window, which is which is great. Yeah, that's the the optimism, the feel good factor. That's why everyone is happy. Uh, Crixus says uh, hats and the beanies, Bronwyn. So I've got I am. Um... I mentioned before, I've got a sample of a hat coming tomorrow, so long as quality is all right for that. It's sort of the, you know, the bobble hats without the bobble. <laughs> it's yeah. them sort of style one, so it's like what Newcastle United, I don't know if they still sell them, but they used to sell them. The reason I was going for that one is because my dad still got his and it's really worn. <laughs> and I'm like, we need to get you a new one of them. So I'm going to start off with them and obviously with it being winter, I'm hoping like we can get loads of sales for donations and stuff for the food bank. Fantastic. 1892 hoodie says 2 9. I've got a hoodie coming tomorrow as a sample. So, fingers crossed, that's the same quality as the jumper, the sweatshirt. Because um, I know loads of people want the hoodies as well. So, yeah, it should be the same sort of style. It'll just be black um, with white writing at 1892. Um, as long as quality, fingers crossed, that's fine. It'll be on. Yeah, 1892 is good. But don't forget, NUFC matters. I've got my hoodie on, my coat hoodie. <laughs> You can get that from nufcmatters.com. So if anybody wants one, jump on there. Thanks to John Acutech for that. Uh, Julie's other half suggested an 1892 wallet. Yeah, I love that. Love that. I'd love to add every single thing in. Like, that's such a good idea. I'll look for a supplier and hopefully I can get something in. Uh, Colin says, I love the polo shirt idea for golfers. Helen says, I know my daughter, who's 23, would love leggings and crop tops. Great idea. Yeah, a lot of the products on the website will be unisex so. I haven't got any leggings or crop tops on there yet, but it's definitely something I'm looking to. Another history lesson from Tom Lynch. He says, Daily Mail's always been trash, owned by the same family as when it supported the fascists and praised Hitler in the 1930s. Always get a, a, a genuine history lesson from Tom. You want to know something about Newcastle or anything, Tom is your man. Thanks, Tom. Keith Rose has disgraceful actions from tabloids printing this in their paper this week. I stopped buying newspapers years ago because of the rubbish they were printing. Yeah, I, does, yeah. does anyone physically buy a newspaper these days? Very rare. Very rare you see anyone walking around. Uh, Ian, we answered this question before, but yes, hoodies are on the way tomorrow. Rachel's asking the same question. Hoodies see popular. And it's yeah. all down to the weather, of course. And this is the thing yeah. with fashion. It's seasonal, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I, I go to the matches and stuff. Like, me and my sister would always wear a hoodie with the Newcastle top on top. So, like, even if it's for stuff like that. and So, yeah, hoodies is a shout. Colin says, has Craig Hope commented about this? He does work for the Daily Shame, doesn't he? Yeah, Colin, I don't know. I like Craig Hope. I hate it when something happens with the newspaper and there's always somebody at the newspaper who you get on with. So then when you start having a pop, you you know, it, it becomes a nightmare. Um, you know, you, you can't really blame Craig Hope for something that's been written in the newspaper, and that's his job. Uh, Wotan, yes. Uh, he says, the mail article was written by Richard Littlejohn, who's affectionately known as Richard Littlecock. And it is, yes, that is correct. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with saying that. Uh, but yes, very true. Yeah. So again, look at who's written the story. Um, yes, Tommy will do a t-shirt. Is it a dip in Steve or dunk? It's a dip. I dunk biscuits. I dip <laughs> chips. That's what I do. Um, Keith says, Steve, I've got visions of your dinner plate looking like Jackson Pollock paint or an early Stone Roses album cover. Well, it is if it was all poured on, but it's not. You know, it's it's dip, dipping in. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Tom says, on the subject of pies, amazing ones at Gateshead Football Club. I recommend the Balti pies and pork pies. You got a favourite? Do you like pies? Yeah, it would have to be chicken and mushroom, though. Chicken and <laughs> mushroom is mine. Yeah, little yeah. gold thing at the, at the chippy. Yeah, I do mm -hmm. like I do like. I haven't had one for ages. And there's a chippy that I walk past and I, 
the one next next along is the best one for me to go to if I don't want the chips to be cold by the time I get home because I hate reheating fish shop chips. So <laughs> obviously the one that I could go to, it's it's further away, but that does chicken and mushroom pies. Yeah. I like the free Bentos chicken and mushroom ones as well. I've got to be honest. But the pucker pies are the best at football. Yeah, they are. If you can get yeah. a pucker, if you can get a pucker pie, it is great. Uh, Holly says, "If I'm ex- if I'm expected to eat anything of your choice, then I'm doing it. <laughs> you can just come and film me having me and John eating. You can be the camera woman for the day." Um, Tom says, "You've got to get Bronwyn back on the show again." Well, you were very nervous before you came on. I was. Yes, I feel a lot better now. So thank you. <laughs> Well, that's good. I told you it would be easy. And you did well on Loaded. Catch up with Loaded as well. Bronwyn was on Loaded. So please go and have a look on there. We, uh, you know, Bronwyn came to our attention by by appearing on our fellow show. So good to see the, the guys on there doing a great job as usual. Uh, Doug says, do you think we'll get our players in at the start of the window to bed them straight away? I would say yes. Do you think this, you know, usually we're waiting until, you know, Jim White's doing the countdown clock in the studios and it's all getting closed up and then we'll get a, a last minute loan signing. Do you think it'll all get done very early? I like to think so, yeah. I think that I'm thinking they already know who they want and stuff. I've got a bet on Oxley Chamberlain. Have you? Yeah. So two pounds? Yeah, yeah, two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I might wear with 2.50, but yeah. <laughs> Last of the big spenders. Um, I, well, to be honest, it, it leads us nicely into my betting story, which was, again, I've probably told it on here a million times, but um, Kevin Dillon was a player that used to play for Newcastle in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, Jim Smith signed him. And he was a midfielder who was signed from Portsmouth. And I used to put a pound on him, being the first goal scorer at every game. And religiously, I'd go in one pound on Kevin Dillon being the first goal scorer. Needless to say, he never scored a single goal <laughs> for Newcastle United. He then signed for Redden. Mm-hmm. I didn't put a bet on him scoring a goal on his debut for Redden. Yeah. And he scored a goal on his <laughs> debut for Redden. Absolutely. That was... Me. I, I, yeah, just give in. Just give in. You know? <laughs> You're never going to win anything and that kind of look follows no. you around. Uh, Tom <laughs> says, proper vanilla Coke was amazing. Victim of the sugar tax, though. Vanilla Coke Zero is rubbish. Pepsi Max and Diet Pepsi is better than Diet Coke and Coke Zero. Quite a lot to take in there. Uh, 1892 Denham. Oh, love that. Do you know any suppliers? I don't know any denim ones. <laughs> Jordy jeans? No, that's probably before your time. Your dad will know Jordy jeans. Gary McBurney yeah. says, poor Bronwyn, she's going to need to borrow Nissan's factory to get all these ideas in work. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> Colin Wilson says, quality is the key, Bronwyn. Get that right and you're on to a winner. That's it, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've gone down like sort of, if I wouldn't wear it, if I wouldn't buy it as a gift, then... It's not, it's not going on. So, so far, so good though. Yeah, good stuff. You should speak to John at QTech. I'll introduce you on Twitter. But yeah, John, that's him there. Great show and good luck, Bronwyn. He's always full of good ideas and he can help you. He's got some good contacts, so you never know. Uh, JJ says, uh, Tartan lined Harrington jacket, 1892 on. And I've still got my Crombie from 1970. Love that. Do a proper leather uh, hold all, retro leather hold all. Do you guys think I'm rich or something? I can buy all these things in, like I can it. <laughs> well, I guess I guess you just think which ideas are the ones that are going to work. I think that's the thing with fashion. That's the thing with fashion. It's it's yeah. it's it changes all the time, and it's finding the right you know finding the right time to bring X, Y, and Z out, isn't it? But you've you've got to start. You've got to walk before you can run in anything, and that's the same with this, I guess. Yeah, it is. And it's helped that all done all profits in December bought in Newcastle Food Bank. Because for me, it's took the pressure off. 
and it's like I'm not just going oh it's a business it's a business it's like no right I'm helping charity how can I best do that and it, it has took the pressure off doing it like that so Jordy Tumbley says tracksuits for casual and gym wear uh, Tom's just said he's got a history degree that that all adds up Tom uh, mm -hmm. Stu uh, usually used to say Bruce out um, on every on er, every chat um, now he suggested mankinis <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, are you going to model for them? No, oh, God. <laughs> no, no. Brian Johnson says Daily Mail is daily uh, is daily three ply and talk sport is chat. Please don't rise to the nonsense. We are a family now and run together. I hope you're proud, Keith Patterson. Wish you all the luck in the world, uh, Bron, which is you. He's abbreviated your name, but uh, we'll let him we'll let him off of that. Crack and show as always, and uh, one pretty face. Like, thank you very much, Alan. I've done my best. I didn't have a shave today, but. Um, I know exactly what you mean, mate. I've caught myself in the mirror a couple of times today. <laughs> uh, Private Isis and James's Park is paved in gold, and that's just the fans. I love that. Yeah. I do, I do okay. like that. Uh, Dave just says he loves a pie. Uh, <laughs> Keith, Keith says he's just going to go to the Gateshead match to try a pie. Uh, Holly says, good show and good luck with the brand. Chicken and mushroom for Jeff too, uh, but he gave them up 44 years ago. Oh, it's a shame. <laughs> Staffy says you've got a good worth work ethic, and uh, Adam you. says you should do eighteen ninety two card holders. Love that, yeah. I'd love to. Do you know what it is? I'd love to have this in the club shop, but that's thinking way in the future. So if I could combine them both, that would be me. Yeah, Collins says great show, Steve Bromman. I wish you all the best with your company. I hope it takes off uh, like Newcastle are about to, and uh, you also send best wishes to Holly, which everybody has done so there you go that's the hour done i just want to say um i did catch this on your timeline um who is this gentleman so this is private william morgie um he died when he was 20 years old in world war ii and it's uh, my granddad's brother so we've done a lot of um background on our history like we love the ancestry website <laughs> it tells you all sorts we've got a couple of other relatives who died in the war as well but i am um, my dad's named after him so what was obviously basically this photo it's it, the first one's really old like you can't see it it's being ripped a bit and I sent it to this woman I found on TikTok and she was restoring the photos for free and um, she restored this and she even added a, a smile to one of them and it just brought it to life and I mean I took it to my granddad and he was just over the moon with it and I think it's just obviously with it being Remembrance Sunday we're like the um remember and share it and just all the lads who sacrificed the lives isn't it um but yeah that's william private william morgan died when he was 20. well lest we forget um him and others um my granddad survived the war he took part in it but um you know he's no longer with us and uh, he was a, he was a real hero in the war as well i uh, was a tail gunner and a lancaster bomber so uh yeah, uh, God bless them all. And um, like like every Remembrance Sunday, I watched it all this morning, uh, Unveil. And um, let's hope the Queen is okay as well, because uh, sad to see her in uh, ill health and not being able to attend once again. But a uh, cracking story, that Bromman. And a great debut. I hope um, I hope you can come back on. I know we only got you on to do, uh, to do the show, but you'd be more than welcome. Uh, yeah. You've been an absolutely fantastic guest. And thank you for stepping in at short notice to... To, to replace Ollie, even though you were coming on the show with us. And I hope it wasn't too daunting for you. You know, you made us feel right at home and I'll be back anytime, with, especially with Holly there. I'd love to meet her virtually like this. <laughs>
Uh, well, that's good. Well, look, there we go, guys and girls who are watching. www.1892united.com. Mm -hmm. Save it now. Bookmark it and uh, get yourself onto the website. Subscribe. Mm -hmm. uh, stick your email address in and uh, you've got a chance of getting information before anybody else. Cost you nothing to do that. Well mm -hmm. worth doing. Uh, and I'm sure everybody will be excited to have Bronwyn back on. Keep an eye on her progress and see what she is doing. Uh, thanks very much, Bronwyn. Have a good yeah. night and uh, good luck with it. Keep us up to date with what's going on, okay? Thank you very much, Amazon. Take care. Bye. Talking to